You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Good morning and welcome to another edition of The Fraternity's Live Community Calls, where men in our group share wins, conundrums, and crowdsource wisdom to excel as leaders, husbands, fathers, and beyond. I'm your host, Ryan, joined by my co-host, Philip, and several men from the community. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the call. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So this month in May, we're doing a deep dive into emotional health or EQ. And, you know, what is EQ and how do I get it? That was kind of what we looked at last week. We tried to answer several questions around the topic. Yeah. What is emotional intelligence? What does it look like? How do we grow in this area? Why should we even care about this? Like, why should it be on our radar? Today, we'll be looking more closely at some of the chemicals at play when it comes to our emotions and how heightened EQ can help us elevate really all of our relationships, but specifically in our marriage. PSA, Mother's Day. So don't forget to show your wife some love and appreciation in an uncommon way. Mm. Before we jump into the content for today, I want to give you guys chance to share wins or conundrums or maybe even what are you going to do for Mother's Day? What do you guys got? I'll go first. It's for Mother's Day. Um, My mom's birthday is next Wednesday. And so we always celebrate Mother's Day and her birthday on one day just because it just gets crazy. So so I'm having my mom over and I'm going to make sourdough cinnamon rolls with uh, bacon and eggs, you know, the whole breakfast thing. And, you know, just have them over. I'm, I plan to write my wife a letter and I'm going to try and go grocery shopping on Saturday because on Sunday that's when she goes. So wish me luck. Yeah. That's <laughs> what time ambitious. Is that? Yeah. What time is that at and what is your address? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> and we know how we like the fraternity loves their cinnamon rolls. I'll just say it. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Try to make Are you going to serve it to them? <laughs> serve it to them in an igloo, Tom? Oh. Oh, that, what? that might be a cool. Are, are you going to serve it to them in an igloo? Like on our trip. <laughs> an oh, igloo. Yeah. An igloo. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you haven't forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you need to do you need to just serve them in an apron. That's all. Just, yeah. just an apron, <laughs> <laughs> and then then walk backwards out of the room. <laughs> yeah, really. I think you should try to cre- just recreate the Gary Cooper. Re- the Gary oh, Cooper. <laughs> Hardly knew. I'm glad, I'm glad them, I didn't have that. <laughs> me too. Make them a Gary Cooper and get them extra soft Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> They're five plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good lively oh, call this awesome. morning i love it yeah after a yeah. hot start hot crowd hot mic uh anybody else have anything uncommon planned for mother's day 
or or any wins slash or conundrums my wife kind of plans her own mother's day every year so she she goes back and goes back as far as like five city blocks away i guess and and spends the night with her parents <laughs> sleeps in the basement and uh has no kids around so she can sleep in and just veg out on netflix and hot tub at night just a relaxing like night for her and then and then she i get all the kids ready and we meet at church on sunday morning and then go out for brunch afterwards so nice she's a, nice. I don't know it's kind of a, a group effort but uh yeah she's she always enjoys it nice very good that's kind of helpful honestly <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. We know what we're doing this year. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> like I don't the, know. Yeah, the first year, the first year it was hotel. She would go to a hotel, but she's like, she's so cheap. She's like, I should just do this at my parents' house. <laughs> Save the money. So that's what it's been the last few years. That's yeah. good. Personal hot tub. Can't beat that. Yeah. That's great. I asked my wife yesterday, like, hey, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? She's like, ask me after Wednesday. So, okay. What happens on Wednesday? Well, her grandfather passed away, so today's his funeral. So I was like, all right, uh, sounds good. What's the GWB? Welcome back. Thank you. Matt Jens. Been on the road a little bit. It's all right. My, my win is just seeing you. So That's right. <laughs> That's all of our win. <laughs> what, you, what are you doing for Mother's Day? I bet you got something going on. You got something cracking uh, over there. Not really. Um, so we always get together with my mom and my sister. Uh, we're going to Ames this year. Usually I fire up the grill and smoke ribs or something mm. along those lines. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm trying to figure out a way to surprise her, do, do something, honor her, whether it's the night before or she's going out with a bunch of girls on Friday night. So I'm trying to figure out when I can take her out or have her take the kids or take, take mm. her and the kids out. Nothing big, nothing big planned. You'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a picnic. I feel like Sunday could be a good picnic day. That's where I'm kind of feeling. We shall nice. see. Got to find like kind of a secluded area. Do you know of any good spot? I mean, if you know of a good picnic spot, you don't really want to share them, do you? No, I do. Uh, <laughs> the last time we went on a picnic, I shouldn't say this. The most epic picnic we've ever gone to was Ledges mm. with the slack line. And that's where I met Ian Nelson. Ian Nelson uh, Johnson coming out of the woods. Yeah. It was epic. Yeah. It doesn't get more epic. Than it that. doesn't really. No. It Meet doesn't. a friend for life. Yeah, truly. <laughs> it was great. I can share a couple quick wins. So my wife and I were able to go on a coffee date last Saturday. There's a new place that opened in Des Moines. It's called Chain and Spoke. So it is a coffee shop slash bike shop uh, just off of Ingersoll. Pretty cool. Really good coffee. But we went there with a mission, and that was to book a Hawaii trip that I'd been putting off for months. Wow. Would you think, like, if you have the option to go to Hawaii, like, that'd be all about, like, yeah, I'm going to plan this, like, yesterday. But I'd mm -hmm. just been kind of putting it off. Um, we used, we were able to use points for, like, a big chunk of the flight, which was super helpful. And so, I, initially, I was putting it off because I was, there was a difference between I won't bore you with like the minutiae of all these details, but from booking it through the app versus like on my computer. And I thought I was going to have to go through all these like 
mm. jump through all these hoops to redeem them. And then I was just did it on the app. I was like, no, there's a flight right here. Okay, let's just make it happen. <laughs> so, but the reason is because our five year anniversary is in September. And so this is kind of our trip to celebrate our first kind of extended time away from our boys. Fortunately, uh, Victoria's mom lives with us. Plus, my parents are going to come down and stay here. So, be three on two. I think I like the 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 odds of the adults <laughs> surviving. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Now it's like, now that we've booked the flights, it seems a lot more real. It's like, okay, now I can kind of start to think about the itinerary and like what are the activities we want to do, and got to find a place to stay in a car. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. You have to find a place to stay in a car. Or <laughs> that's our Hawaii car. <laughs> dilly dilly. <laughs> Separate. I mean, that, we could, yeah, we could just do a camper life, but no, yeah. problem. Remember, like a couple of years ago when like there were no rental cars and people were having, oh, to, like, yeah, like rent U hauls. Yeah. <laughs> their vacations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hoping to avoid that. Um, yeah. Good for you. I love you going to. I think we're going to Honolulu. So that's what? Oh, is that Oahu? Yeah. 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 Have you have you been out that way, Matt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Where'd you guys go? Um, well, we made the mistake of trying to do three islands in like eight days. Eight days. So we did Oahu, Maui, and then the Big Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Oahu was cool. It was too many, too many things. Waikiki Beach. Yeah. Yep. I think we're gonna try. Yeah. To stay close yeah. To it was, there's just too much. Um, yeah, Philip, it was just too much, too much crammed into too little time. <laughs> we, mm. <laughs> um, we forgot that like, we knew that we got home on, I don't know what it was, Thursday. We're supposed to get home on Thursday. But what we forgot is that we had a layover overnight in San, uh, Los Angeles. And so that means we left on Wednesday evening. Oh. And so we got to like Wednesday morning and we're like, what do you want to do today? And then we looked at our <laughs> tickets. We're like, We've nothing to- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man that's a good yeah i need to make sure that's not our case um, yeah it was yeah. that's kind of yeah. trippy to think it was, about it was a great trip it was a great yeah. trip but just go to the museum no more we'll just cases <laughs> just life that's happens. what everybody does really yeah huh. we went to Kauai, and the last day we had to get we got basically kicked out at 10 a.m and so the, we were just like hauling it around and they're like, and the, we went to a museum and they're like, oh, you're leaving today. And I just, yeah. So the wall hole just, okay, just fuck it over here. And just go through the museum. and That's a good tip. So. Hot but tip. So. Hot Hawaii tips. Thank you guys. Yeah. Who hasn't yeah, and, gone to Hawaii? Let's just talk yeah, about that for, for a second. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> conundrum. Yeah, yeah, there's a conundrum. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Good for you so, guys. Yeah, looking for looking forward to that. Um, and then uh, real quick, also my wife has been like wanting me to take her to the Knoxville Speedway like since we got married. What? That's, a, that's another thing that I just had not pulled the trigger on, and so that I and like I would always think of it like in June when mm-hmm. it's already like all the tickets are gone. So I just had the thought the <laughs> other day. I was like, I need to probably look at that. And so yeah, booked got us tickets for the Sunday night. So I'm really just excited to hear Ed Sheeran personally. Oh, is that happening? That's it. A... <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There oh, it wow. is. Okay. Yeah. In Knoxville, Tennessee? No. No, 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 the Speedway. The one closest to us, the one that has the... Uh, it's is or is it? It's Indy. Newton. Indy. Yeah, Indy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Not Knoxville. 
Yeah, I was gonna say that's like dirt track. Like your wife's <laughs> like, I love it. I just gotta go. I'm like, Ed Sheeran's going to that dirt track. Uh, and I was like, no. He's talking yeah, about the other the Newton one. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I've and then I just watched Cars the other day, so now I'm getting in the mood. So <laughs> good for uh, you. Big updates. I feel like we should just end the call. I feel like a complete loser. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's a Same product here. of dragging my feet on things for a long time so oh, man. yeah uh, that's good yeah anything <laughs> anything else from anybody else ryan good to see you yeah sorry i'm late i um reason why i'm late is because we got a puppy uh, last weekend oh the old yeah. eric baker trick that's how he exited the, the fraternity calls he's like uh <laughs> no thanks <laughs> i'm just kidding is yeah. this your farewell address <laughs> yeah no, no. He took a while going to the bathroom, so I was like, "Come on, here you, let's go." <laughs> Dude, that's nice. a big win. You got a dog. Yep. What prompted that? Um. Well, the kids have wanted one for a long time, and they've been like just peppering me, like, "Come on, come on, come." Where, wearing you down? Yes, wearing you down is like all right. And then, so we surprised them last Saturday with the. Um, it was a, uh, it's a Bernadoodle. It's a, oh, yeah. a Bernese mm-hmm. mountain mixed with a poodle. So. How big would that thing get? Uh, about, she said, the breeder said about 70 to 85 pounds. Oh, so pretty, pretty good dog. Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Dash. Oh, that's good. Solid. I was going to go for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Hank. But uh, dash got it. <laughs> yeah, old did, man I, names. Good dog name. Hey, Carl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> how's how's it been? How long has it been? A couple days. Yeah, yeah. So we took him to the vet yesterday. This is maybe the conundrum. Uh, he had an allergic reaction to one of the, the vaccine shots, so I had to take him back to the vet. Ooh. Yeah. I Those was like, eh. not cheap. The old vets aren't cheap. No. No. What's happening? Uh, any updates on your wife? What she decide for vocation and what she wants to do next? No, not yet. Okay. No update. Right. Um, she actually has a interview with Faith Baptist University. Yeah, I know it. That's here in Ankeny, right? Uh huh. Yes, she has an interview today with them. So let's pray that it goes well. Uh, it's kind of what we've been dealing with this past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Get that college scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Tuition. It's good. Okay. Good update. Chris, I saw you unmute yourself because you had something exciting to say. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> Honestly, I unplugged from my truck and now I'm in the office. So <laughs> it unmuted itself. <laughs> go ahead. You could give us a, what's going on in your world. Uh, what's going on in my world? Home stretch of building the house. Uh, I sent off an email this morning to request a closing date of Friday, June 2nd. So whatever that is, three, four weeks away. And wow. then, uh, um, mushroom hunting is in full swing. So I've been taking the kids and, uh, doing some mushroom hunting outdoors. We found some over the weekend and, uh, yeah, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out tonight with the kids. So yeah. I found about a dozen yesterday under a tree and left them for them to come pick with me so 
Nice. Yeah, Enjoy enjoying nice. the nice weather outside when we're not getting rain, but the rain is good. So right. Good for the shrooms. Oh yeah. You like the psychedelic ones, I've heard. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. All the shrooms. <laughs> I'll do it all. Yes. <laughs> That's good, man. Just it's kind of like uh Easter egg hunting for adults. Oh yeah, except for like cutter, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nice. What do you do with them? Like I've I've heard Cook that, that's a thing you, yeah yeah you can saw like on sunday night i sauteed them with butter and Ooh. ate them on a steak uh oh, and then you you know saute them throw them in scrambled eggs in the morning or the most unhealthy but popular way to eat them is just dip them in egg and crush salty crush saltine crackers or breadcrumbs and then fry them in butter just eat them just fried Oh but, man. yeah, they're really they're really rich though. So they're you can you can eat like maybe I don't know ten or so when you're doing that. But hmm. if it's a world record, you stuff it and you mount it on your wall though, like mushroom <laughs> taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you just walk by it and just flick it. <laughs> <laughs> I took that to a weird place. We didn't need to go. <laughs> I feel like it's. <laughs> yeah. equal to the call that's good john yeah. you haven't said a word and i'm just John's frustrated here. what's going on man yeah morning morning gentlemen um yeah i was I was trying to think like i gotta have someone somewhere um and i've mentioned on a previous call i've been trying to do like these individual motorcycle trips with all the kids um did a sunrise breakfast with my oldest daughter and then this last weekend um it ended up working out on sunday took Jackson, our 10 year old and, um, went to a buddies. We went off-roading a little bit. He's, he lives close to some trails. So it was kind of a little bit of a muddy fun mess. And, uh, and I, I only dumped the bike once, so that was pretty good. Um, but, uh, so we had, we had a good time and, uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Mm. Nice. But now I got to figure something out for the youngest daughter. So she just kind of likes to go fast on the road, which is not what my bike is meant for. Um, but we'll, we'll figure something out. So they're, they're getting the, the bug now that it's getting nice out. Mm. Good update. Dude, I just had a week, man. I've just been overwhelmed. I don't know. Things just have been getting overwhelming. So this isn't really a win. It's more like a conundrum, I guess. But I feel like things are hitting me in such a way that it just like feels not crushing, but overwhelming. And I'm like, that's not usually a sensation or feeling that I get. And so I'm kind of like trying to figure out like, okay, what's, what is that? And I've found that when I have to readdress something that I felt like was already taken care of, it's like more and more exhausting to then go back after it. And so trying to build something on a shaky surface, I feel like is not my strong suit. Like I feel like everything has to be situated before we keep adding layers on. And I feel like some of the layers that I were like three levels deep uh, have, have proven to be not as firm. And so I've been trying to process through like, what does that mean? And like, what can I do to help take the next step? If that makes any sense. And maybe it was, I was fasting, you know, how I've been trying to do my fasting every uh, 48 hours every month for this year. Anyway, I was fasting for the last two days. So maybe I was just hungry. <laughs> that could have been it. 
but I felt like there's just a couple of things that happened over the last two days that I've just felt like crushing. And in that, that I just like, I can't execute anything, which doesn't feel great. Um, and then also, you know, my wife's grandfather passed away. So there's been a lot of emotions happening. And so I feel like I've been getting hit on both ends through work and then professional or personally just trying to manage all of that. Um, so I'm grateful for this call. So my question is when you feel, <clears throat> or maybe has anybody ever felt that before? Just this insurmountable, like I have so many tasks and weight things on top of my shoulders. I don't even know where to start. And in that I get frustrated, like, well, do something, Ramsey. <laughs> and it's just like also spirals down. It doesn't feel great. So help me. Has anybody ever felt that? And then if you did, how have you kind of like pulled out of that funk? Well, I, I think thing. I'm right there with you. I was just going to say, I'm, I, I was just talking with Laura, like, I just feel like I got tons of stuff on my plate. We're trying to figure out, you know, projects that need done with the house if we ever want to move and just, you know, busy life with three kids kind of thing, you know, family of five. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. So I'm, I'm excited to hear any answers. Mm. Tom, lay some wisdom on us, man. Uh, one thing that I do is I have a reminders app on my phone and you can set it as a widget. So on one of my screens, it's like half the page. Mm. And whatever, whenever I think about something, I go put it on the list of things to do. And it, it helps me to get all my thoughts out on paper and make it as a task. So it's, it's like the littlest, dumbest things. But, you know, all those little things can just overwhelm you. So, like, mm -hmm. for example, you know, I wear hearing aids. I need to have batteries. And I ran out last week. And I need to get new ones in my pocket. Otherwise, I won't be able to hear very well. Mm -hmm. So, stuff. it's just simple, stupid tasks. I mean, so that's, that's one thing that I do that helps alleviate stress for me. Mm -hmm. um, is when I could when you're overthinking and you're just thinking about it all the time, it just overwhelms me. Mm -hmm. So just getting on the task and just saying, okay, it's on there. I don't have to think about it anymore. So mm -hmm. that's that's what I do. Really I don't know start, with, start with the simplest one first, easiest one. The the psychology of just being able to check the box on something gives you more more motivation to go do the next thing. So if we start at the yeah easiest simplest thing possible well, you have some additional energy to keep moving up the list that's good are you guys familiar with the book the one thing i think it's gary keller heard of it yeah that the tagline there is like or one of the main points is what is the one thing that if done would make everything else easier or what is it? Everything else easier or like irrelevant? I'm not sure if irrelevant is the right word, but just kind of what is that? That kind of what you're saying, Matt. Um, what's that first domino to push that kind of gets everything else kind of in movement? And that's not always like the easiest question to answer, but I will say also like, and I can't appreciate fully the position you're in, Phil, with just you know, what's going on in like a business that you're running and, and a team that you're leading and then just all the additional responsibilities, uh, you know, for family and, and, and everything else. 
Um, so I won't say that I've felt exactly how you feel, uh, but I do know in times where I have felt overwhelmed, I know a lot of times like that is God telling me to, you know, be still. Mm. And, and I think sometimes God just like forces us to, to be still and like know right. that he is God. And our temptation is to just continue to like rush around and try to check things off the list and make that ever expanding to do list just smaller, which seems like impossible. But I think there are times where God is just like slowing us down mm. um, for whatever reason. Like mm. I, I can't, I can't look at your life and be like, well, this is why God is telling you to slow down. Like, right. It's a great question. I think that's good, Ryan. Just my tendency in pretty much everything that I do is like, how can I take control of it? Hmm. And even if I screw it up, at least I was like, well, at least I know how to, <clears throat> I, I know what I did wrong and I can take responsibility of that. Um, but for some reason, like the last couple of days, it's just been over, like, just like, I can't climb this mountain. I don't even know <laughs> where to go, but I think that's good. Just be still and know that like, I'm not in control, put things in perspective. One thing that's been helpful for me is just communicating this. Like, this is where I'm at. <laughs> And poor people around me are like, oh, okay, <laughs> good to know. Not sure what I do with it, but um, it's been helpful to me. I think not the word therapeutic is not the, the word, but I feel like there is something about it just, hey, this is where I'm at. And so people just know and to be aware, right? And um, I would say even the team, like communicating this, they've done a couple things just like take things off my plate. And not even necessarily like I still don't have responsibility because all of a sudden we have this thing kind of like you, Tom, widgets for our company. We call it's Asana and there's like tasks. So it's to-do lists. And like it just kept like increasing. And I like lists, as you said, Tom, because I feel like then I don't have to, if it's written down, I don't have to think about it anymore. It'll get done eventually. But I felt like there was just insurmountable list. And yesterday I looked into it and there was like maybe... 30 gone, poof, gone. Like, and I started kind of like, oh, shoot, where are those at? And I realized that one of our my teammates just yanked him off my list. Like, hey, kind of like you said, Matt, here's a couple of things that you could work on that could be helpful to start getting momentum. So I think for me, it's been helpful at least to communicate it. I feel a little bit different today. I ate yesterday, last night, so that's helpful. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So thanks for, I think, just hearing that and then keep me kind of ask me about it next week because mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's so many amazing things and opportunities to be able to pour into other people. Sometimes I just need like help, help me <laughs> going under. So I appreciate you guys being here and listening. So Yeah, I okay. appreciate you being authentic and just sharing honestly about that. We're not... We don't come to the call to, I mean, it's fun to share wins, but yeah, we go through real stuff. And so being able to just be like, Hey, kind of struggle in this, in this area, like mm -hmm. we can be praying for you. And I was just going to say real quick, like, I think the dark side of task lists can be, you're doing all these like small things, but are you mm -hmm. really doing any like deep work on the things that are really moving the needle? I think it mm -hmm. feels good. And we're even going to talk about this of just kind of like the dopamine hit we can get of like checking something off a list, but then we can get to the end of our day and be like, what did I really accomplish? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So just kind of being mindful of that as well. Right. 
Hi, Ryan here, taking a quick break from the episode to share an exciting announcement. Early bird registration for the fraternity is now open till May 31st. If you would like to learn more and apply, visit theuncommon.com slash membership. When you apply, you'll fill out a brief survey and schedule an onboarding call with yours truly. After the call, if we both feel like the fraternity is a good fit for you, you'll be emailed a registration link where you can sign up for just $29 a month. Once you pay, you're in. So you'll have access to our exclusive online community, including our weekly men's calls and challenges, a library of uncommon resources, our flagship course, and also an invitation to attend our monthly in-person get-togethers if you live in the greater Des Moines area. Think about it. For less than a dollar a day, you can invest in yourself and start designing your compelling future. Again, this early bird offer lasts only till May 31st, so apply today and take that next step on your uncommon journey. All right, so we've been talking about EQ, which is Matt's favorite topic, right? Um, so we would define uh, EQ as the ability to use emotional emotions effectively for relationships, for people, sustainable drive, and making uh, optimal decisions. EQ is comprised of the abilities to label and identify, feel, understand our emotions, as well as emotions for those around us. First question right off the bat, why should we care about EQ as men? I think it's the key to relationship building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a an example, not not a great example, where so my daughter Skylar and grandma got to go to this play a couple weeks ago, and she loved it. She thought it was awesome. Well, as soon as they got back, grandma called and said, "Hey, I want to take Nolan and and her other two boy cousins, no, um, Beckett and Rowan." And so. Great, sounds good. Told told Nolan and Skyler was there, and all of a sudden Skyler got super sad. Hmm. I was like, "Why are you like? Why are you sad? Why are you? You just went to this play. You you saw the exact same thing. You don't need to go again." And she just she said, "Well, it's it's all of my cousins. Like everybody else is going to be there, and I'm I'm missing out." It wasn't that she was jealous that he got to go to like oh that mm. makes that makes a lot more sense. So. Mm. If I would have just asked the question rather than making an assumption, it would have been a very different conversation. But then I had to go apologize and had to go. Yeah. So, um, it, yeah, EQ, it, it just sets the base for the, the the relationship and for the communication that happens within that relationship. So I'm learning. That's good. I feel like EQ for me, like a simple definition is to be able to put yourself in other people's shoes and then kind of like understand what they're thinking. And what I've seen the biggest things of like people that I really respect are the people that are, are forward thinking enough to think about what you're thinking about before you even thought about it. And before you even had the conversation. Does that make sense? Like, hey, I've been thinking about this exact thing because of this, because you were going through that. And you're like, I we weren't even talking and you were thinking about that. Like, to me, that's a big thing for at least my wife and I to be able to think of like, hey, you might be struggling in this area. And I thought about this, so this is what we did differently. You know, I think that says a lot to be able to step yourself in somebody else's shoes and think through something even before that moment happened to me is like 2.0 of EQ. Anybody else have anything of why we should care about EQ? There was something we touched on last week about 
um, how emotional intelligence helps us just make more optimal decisions. Mm-hmm. So just how studies have shown like the best decisions result, not just from high, like IQ, but, but a, a mixture of high IQ as well as EQ. So we don't want to be like solely intellectual in our decisions and, and we don't want to be like solely emotional. We want to have balance in both. Hmm. Here's a question I just thought of. Would you rather have a doctor that has high EQ or high IQ? <laughs> How about both? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a doctor who's just super empathetic but has no idea where to like slice into me. <laughs> you know? Although there is times where you're like, wow, that doctor, I hope is super smart because <laughs> I, I mean, no, but on the flip side yeah if you're getting like a a hard diagnosis you don't want someone who's like cold and callous to just give you the facts right yeah it's nice to feel like your doctor cares about you as a person Mm -hmm. it's interesting good question i think i would rather know the facts give me the facts tell me what i gotta get done yeah (laughs) i don't know true Help. This is my question to you guys. All right, EQ. In what areas do you feel like you could increase your EQ, and how it would how would it help you? And like, get specific. Like, okay, in my job, if I did this, I think it would affect that. Or what does that look like? Or you could probably say your marriage, or kids, or parenting. Chris, go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, I try and stay like I don't know. I try to use emotional intelligence to my advantage every day in my business with customers. Um, just, you know, understanding where they're coming from, trying to empathize with them in their decision-making process, you know, making, helping lead them to the best decision that they can make for their company and their farm or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely lack in that at home with, with my wife of just like, mm-hmm. I just take, I just take that for, cause you know, the customer could choose someone else and I just take my wife for granted. And, and, uh, you're stuck with me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, there's, I have a hard time like courting her or whatever, like, mm. you know, continuing to win her over where I continue to win over the customer. Like I want every project I do with them to be a great project and, Hmm. Been wanting to keep coming back with me, um, but I don't. I I mean, I don't take that same mentality to my home life, and so I I don't empathize well with my wife when it comes to her stresses at home because you know I had my stresses and I want her to empathize with me about my stresses at work, and hmm. you know that's just not leading. <laughs> um, so. I don't know if I'm answering the question, but I just I need to I need to do a better job with having emotional intelligence with my wife when it comes to her her day to day and uh, helping her, um, you know, just in any way I can with her emotions because she's she's she gets to be pretty high strung um, like anyone would with four kids at home. So, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I just need to do a better job there for sure. Like, it, I need to, I need to give her the same, at least the same effort, if not better effort, than what I do with my 
with you bring up a good point about that dopamine about work and like going after something and achieving something and winning it over like that's there's a quick dopamine hit there and like to me i think we're all kind of wired that way for your wife i think like and i would say same here um do i continue to, to do that in like a marathon instead of a sprint way yeah definitely mm-hmm. can do better right i can totally do better than that so, yeah and what is the win in well like what does it look like to win our wife over like we're as a sale in the business it's like we got the sale winning you know and your yeah. wife it's like we had sex okay not really <laughs> i mean but we were all thinking it but yeah. what is that right and like what is that way that you can start seeing and maybe it's the health of your wife but over time um there's not like this win like and now it's an income stream you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely the i don't know delayed gratification there with your wife i mean you're just building a better better mm-hmm. life together better better marriage better partnership mm-hmm. it's yeah definitely not the light switch and the ink is dry on the paper type of deal mm-hmm. right but yeah it's a it's a long game but in time yeah. it can be so much more rewarding and right yeah yeah because the sale comes and then it and then you're on to the next one (laughs) where like hopefully you're 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 building a sustainable marriage a sustainable working (laughs) relationship not working relationship but just yeah i mean the the fruit of a of a healthy marriage is much longer more sustainable than a than a sale that needs to be duplicated two days from now so right right also, too, like I've been thinking about this more and more. So I'm officiating a wedding uh, in June. And the thing that I was thinking through is like how big of a testimony your marriage is to your personal like walk and faith. I think there is something about how your marriage is, which is a direct reflection on like how is your faith. So there is something, like you said, there's something eternally gratifying about pouring into your wife and having some EQ because there is a, the marriage is even stronger. And thinking through the, some marriages that I respect the most is like they have the best marriage. And you know, that doesn't happen like by happenstance, like they're intentional with it. And how much more respect I have for people who have an amazing marriage, because you know how hard it is to achieve that. So, hmm. yeah, got to keep coming back to these calls, get the intentional wisdom from you guys. So, yeah, we, we all need it. I think even something you touched on, Chris, is like the mindset of closing a deal and like courting a customer versus courting our wife and having like the mindset of like, well, our wives said I do. So, like, that's in the bag. Like, they're not going anywhere. But yeah. I mean, if we're honest, like, we all can think of marriages that either they stayed together and they're miserable or like they ended. So I think we do need to proactively guard against that mindset of like, our wives are here. They're not going anywhere, but you know, what's the, the end result of years and decades of not pursuing our wives. Mm -hmm. It's either like an empty marriage and you hear, especially like when the kids move out, that's when like so many divorces happen. Cause then it's, mm-hmm. it's like the one thing that has kept us together is now out in the world and what's keeping us together now. It's like, we haven't been investing for decades, so we have nothing. So 
you know, I always talk about like approaching our wives with curiosity and appreciation. And we've talked about on the show, like how our wives and how we as well also change over time. Like the woman that we know on our wedding day is not the same woman Mm -hmm. after 10 years and X amount of kids and just, Mm -hmm. we're not the same either. Right. So we need to strive to always be curious and be learning about our wives. And that's why we we talk about love languages and asking generative questions. That's why we even want to understand like emotional intelligence. Cause that's going to allow us to know our wives deeper, the way that they respond to certain situations and the emotions that are at play with them. We're at time. Does, and we didn't really even really get into uh, some of this stuff for today. So we'll just plan on, on looking at it next week, but no, I think it's spent a lot of time on, on wins, which is always fun. So uh, anybody have any kind of closing thoughts or questions before we sign off? Who's landing the plane on this thing? I can't wait. I guess I was going to say I relate a lot, a lot to what Chris is saying. You know, at work, I'm very like engaged, and it's funny. My wife talked to me last night. She was like, "You just seem so flatline. Like, like, are you upset? Are you mad?" I'm like, "No, I'm just." You know, I'm cool. I'm good. So it's like, oh, I need to, need to shift that and re-engage into my wife at night. So mm. it's, so I, I don't know if that's landing the plane. I've probably taken off again. It's, <laughs> but, it's good that she's telling you that. Like, you know, like that's super helpful yeah. to me. Like, okay. Yep. So yeah, now it's up to you to respond. So. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. I think you're even setting the table for us for next week. So we can, we can get into that. <laughs> um, the only thing I'll say as far as what to do this week, I did post a video or two in the community and it's just on EQ and even helping our, our spouses kind of deal with uh, what's called emotional sandbags. So I won't, won't spoil it for you. You can watch it. Um, we can talk about it next week, but have a great rest of your week. Uh, enjoy mother's day go above and beyond Mm. and if nothing else just yeah love your wife and her her love language and be an uncommon husband as you guys all are thanks for being here guys have a good week have a great week y'all you guys Bye. bye thank you for listening to the uncommon podcast if you have benefited from our show i would ask you to follow rate and review and share our show and be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.